0: Today on the International Gospel Hour, the question was asked Lord, to whom shall we go? You know, friends, as problems in life arise, there is none other to whom we can go. What a study ahead today from the International Gospel Hour. Stay with us. On Jordan's-
1: Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. Since 1934, churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. Please stay tuned for another lesson on this program by Jeff Archie. Are you listening? Thank you to
0: our Jay Webb and greetings to all of you. We are delighted that you join us for our broadcast here from the International Gospel Hour And today we want to think about that question that Peter asked in the long ago, Lord, to whom shall we go? We take that question from the context of John 6, beginning with verse 63. It is the Spirit who gives life, the flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit, and they are life. Jesus continues in John 6, verse 64. But there are some of you who do not believe. For Jesus knew from the beginning who they were who did not believe, and who would betray him. And he said, Therefore I have said to you that no one can come to me unless it has been granted to him by my Father. From that time many of his disciples went back and walked no more with him. Then Jesus said to the twelve, Do you also want to go away? But Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. Also, we have come to believe and know that You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. You know, dear friends, when you think of it, there is none other to whom we can turn who will help us better in our lives than the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, it is of interest to see the background from the text of John 6. Very quickly, please allow me to note a few additional things from this chapter. Now, from Matthew's account in Matthew chapter 14, this time in John 6 was after Jesus had learned of the tragic death of John the Baptist. In verse 2, let's notice how great multitudes followed him due to his miracles on those who were diseased. In verses 5 through 14, let's notice the great company coming toward him, 5,000 men of whom he fed, and how they acknowledged about Christ this is of a truth. Verse 14. How about verse 19, and let's notice a great fear of those who were on the ship and how Christ calmed the sea and ceased the storm. In verse 35, let's see a great assurance from Jesus when He said, I am the bread of life. He that comes to me shall never hunger, and he that believes on me shall never thirst. In verse 33, let's notice the reminder of the great Christ who came down from heaven and gives life unto the world. And six other times in this chapter alone we are reminded from whence He came. And that is so important, for He is now there again to serve those who follow the Father. Hebrews 1, 1 1-3. In verse 60 of John 6, let's notice His disciples responding with His hard sayings. How they murmured about it or complained in verse 61. And in the answer, Jesus reminded them that His words were spirit and life in verse 63. In verse 66, as we note, many of His disciples went back and walked no more with Him. How sad indeed that is. The lesson text of verse 68 in the question, Lord, to whom shall we go? The words of eternal life belong to the Christ and also the certainty of the Christ not only to believe in him but to know him from all of this dear friends let's note that we can know the Christ and we know that he is always there when we learn of the death of a loved one when we battle with disease and sickness he is the truth to embrace and know in order to grow spiritually He is the one who can calm my storms that rise up in my life, and who can address my need to be filled when all else and everyone leaves me. Folks, there is a lot of power in John chapter 6, as in every chapter of the Bible. It is sad when one will turn elsewhere other than to God in Christ when the problems of life arise. Like Peter, let us ask, to whom shall we go? Well, there is none other. And there is no other answer. And we know to whom we should go. Paul affirmed that in 1 Timothy 1 and verse 12. He knew in whom he had believed. But for the next few moments, let's think why and let's think how. But first, a little word about our website at
1: InternationalGospelHour.com. Our website is InternationalGospelHour.com. That's InternationalGospelHour.com. Please check it out and listen to our other broadcasts. Learn more of our history, download our app, request our free newsletter and free Bible study. Also, check out our free resources available from our fellow laborers in the gospel. Yes, friends, all for you through our website at internationalgospelhour.com. Let's continue today's study.
0: Dear friends, we know to whom we should go. Now question, why should I go? News comes our way, a phone call, a social media post, a text. My, are we not faced with some of the most challenging of times when illness, sickness, death arises, struggles within family, struggles within our faith? Job was so right in Job 14 and verse 1 that man that is born of a woman is of a few days and full of trouble. And Jesus knew that man would have a troubled heart. He said that in John fourteen one and two but he also quickly assures us within that text that he would be there. The wise man that built his house upon the rock, and the foolish man that built his house on the sand had one thing in common: it rained on them, and it rained hard matthew seven twenty four and twenty five But you know, friends, their preparation for it determined their response. When it came their way. And so we know whom and we see why we should go. Now let's talk about how shall I go. Dear friends, when adversity comes and troubles arise, what do we do? May I suggest the following to help as a guide, to guide us to the Lord who will be there for us. Number one, when you get tough news, all you can do is accept it. It may be health, it may be a death. A stunning announcement within the family. All I know is at that moment, it is the hardest thing to date that you've ever heard or faced. But dear friends, it is there. It is not an it is what it is. Dear friends, it is. It is there. And yes, it hurts us. It affects us. We think on it. We dwell on it. But at that moment, we know what we are facing. We know what is ahead. And now it's time to go to work. We are not alone. Everyone has been there. When the tough news comes, we accept it and we go from there. Which brings us to number two. Look for the opportunity at that moment for strength and comfort. Now there's no better place to turn than to the Lord Jesus Christ and those He will put in our path. I mean, to whom shall we go? We see that comfort comes from God. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort those who are in any trouble with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted of God, 2 Corinthians 1, 3 and 4. Now what this does, dear friends, it lightens our load. Others know, others listen, and others will help. Now third. See what pertinent others say and proceed onward. I'm referring to individuals such as doctors, counselors, individuals, ministers that can deal and help in that area of expertise. Keep the good attitude that God is in control and good doctors can be better doctors through the great physician who is able to help them. And for that matter, help and endow those who are helping you and comforting you. Let the doctors note The power of prayer is evident in your life, but please note the words of James 5.16. Confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Now, dear friends, this is written to the Christian, not a person who is not a church goer or one who is not obedient unto God. It is the effective and fervent prayer of one who is righteous. Within seeing what others say, focus on your next appointment. If you have a doctor's appointment, focus right there and that is all. Don't look at the big picture. Do what is to be done until that next appointment. That's all you can do. And look for the little victories within. Seek the good in every visit and updated report. The fourth thing, friends, please take it a day at a time. When troubles come and we're dealing with matters, all we can do is take the day that we have. Focus on the next step, not the entire staircase, if you will. In Lamentations 3:22 through 24 Through the Lord's mercies we are not consumed, because His compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul, therefore I hope in Him. We are not consumed, we are still standing that day. We're not going to look back at yesterday as Paul exhorted in Philippians 3, 13 and 14. We're certainly not going to fret of tomorrow, Matthew 6 and verse 34. The fifth thing that I would bring forth is please do not blame God. When sin entered into the world in Genesis chapter 3, through the serpent's deception and mankind's accepting, God already had the plan to get us out. We note that from Ephesians 3 and verse 8 and following. When sickness hits, it's because of the sin in the world. And I will lay the blame at the feet of the one who brought it into the world. And, dear friends, I don't have time to lay the blame on God when I am laying my burdens on Him, Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30. Dear friends, let's think on these things. And I realize that we, uh, we've we gone a little lengthy today. And usually we come back with an additional offering of a study material. If we brought forth anything of which will help you in what you are dealing with, please contact us through internationalgospelhour.com and click on the Contact tab and let us know that you love the material called To Whom Shall We Go? We'll send this to you in bible tract form. You can also call us at our 1-800 number at 1-855-IGH-6988. Leave your name, address, and just say, To Whom Shall We Go? And friends, we're going to have to go now. Thanks for joining me today on the International Gospel Hour. I'm Jeff Archie, and keep listening. God be
1: with you, still be Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope, first, that it glorified God, but second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to, or to other lessons in this series by going to the Media tab at our site, internationalgospelhour.com. God